0: Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast.
1: Z. it's messy. It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is run by such such sluggish behavior and all the analysis right here yeah. he's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world
2: any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on
1: every weekday it's my sport it's your sport it's zfm sport let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on zfm stereo my station your station it's
0: Friday, yeah, and it's Saturday, <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> It's a Friday on ZFM Sport, and it's going to be a good one. We build up to your weekend the way that it ought to be. Mike Madoda is here. Alois Bungira is in the house. My name is Barry Manandi, and our producer is Sean Tafirinjika. On the home front today, speaking ahead of Highlanders, uh, Castle Laga Premier Soccer League match day 20 clash against Manika Diamonds. Uh, Borso coach Jose Brito uh, says time-wasting antics by goalkeepers at the instruction of the coaches are retrogressive to developing Zimbabwe football and inspire the wrong mindset in the next generation of footballers. In international sports news, so much is at stake for both Australia and England as they go head-to-head in the second encounter of the three-match series at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane tomorrow. We also go around the world in 60 where we have updates from Sri Lanka, Austria and England.
2: In the beautiful game, kick-off is on the continent where defending champions Nigeria collected their first points of the Women's Africa Cup of Nations with a 2-0 victory over Botswana in Rabat last night after having lost their opening game to Banyana Banyana of South Africa. In Europe, Norway striker Ada Hegerberg says her side enjoyed their win in the Women's Euro opener as Northern Ireland were outclassed on their major tournament debut by the two-time champions who rocked to a comprehensive 4-1 victory in Southampton. And in transfer updates, according to reports out Of Spain, Chelsea are set to rival Manchester United for Barcelona midfielder Frankie
1: de Jong. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Faro to Baba Fields, Mandava to Nyamunga. All the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport.
0: Alright, on our Castle Laga Premier Soccer League preview Jose Brito has touched on a topic that certainly many of us and I know probably all of us in the studio have all been clamouring about and absolutely hated a bugbear and he's jumped right onto it. Let us know your thoughts 0731 We're going to let you know our opinion and then we'll be able to read your 0731 Before we get onto that story, that preview is that Highlanders a game uh, when they take on Manika Diamonds. This afternoon's result because uh, the match day started today, Yada was taking Harare, Harare City at the National Sports Stadium. That one ended in a one-all stalemate at the National Sports at the Giants National Sports Stadium. Now, let's go to that preview. Speaking ahead of Highlanders, Casa Laga Premier Soccer League match day 20 clash against Manika Diamonds. Borso coach Jose Brito says time-wasting antics by goalkeepers at the instruction of their coaches are retrogressive to develop Developing Zimbabwean football and inspire the wrong mindset in the next generation of footballers, giving his assessment of, of Zimbabwean football after a month in charge of Highlanders, uh, during which he was in charge of a 3-2 win over Black Rhinos uh, and a one-all draw with Ngesi Platinum Stars. The Portuguese mentor uh, noted that some teams employ dirty tactics which paint a bad picture of the local game
3: não quero arranjar desculpa, e não quero falar, não quero criticar o árbitro. Espero no futuro
2: não não fazer isso.
3: We are not here to criticize because we understand the the, the mistakes make part of the game,
2: outra situação que eu não controlo são as lesões dos guarda-redes quando estão ganhando.
3: other situation that we spoke about a lot of times and the people can, should put other eyes on that situation is the injuries of the goalkeeper. They waste, they waste a lot of the time. This is not good for Zimbabwe football. This is not good for the supporters that pay a ticket for watch a good game. And they are wasting time, 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 time. So this is kind of situations that not only us, but every team
2: should think about to improve the Zimbabwe football.
3: See.
0: Uh, very interesting thoughts there by uh, Jose Brito, uh, talking about the time-wasting antics by goalkeepers. And uh, listen, let me not preempt. Alois, your thoughts.
3: i have cried and cried about <laughs> it. That you know what we we we, we pay to watch football fans come to watch football it's entertainment industry you know time wasting sleeping there lying down injured you just go down injured when the ball is actually in the other box mm. and the goalkeeper is going down and injured by himself yeah. on the other end, the referee has to no run contact, the nothing. length of yeah of the, of the pitch to go and attend to a goalkeeper who is lying down I have never understood it because we want to watch football if you want to delay Hang on to the position, be brave. Look at what Man City does when they when they when now they are playing for time. They manage they, the they manage time by keeping the ball, go to the corner flag, okay, okay. shield it, play yeah. it uh, I, I'm would. with Alois on what that one, you know.
2: Learn you know, l- to 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 hold on to the ball and also learn to play the ball in the right areas yes. where you minimize the danger. And also time management cannot begin as early as the 13th minute, the 27th Imagine. minute, the 56th minute. When you see those teams starting to manage time it's usually right at the death you know where there's sort of like two or three minutes yeah. and they don't What's manage the time? the time by faking injuries mm-hmm. they don't do that what they do is they hold on to the ball uh, they go into areas where they know that even if they lose possession you know what it's not going to hurt the... yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, mm. and we've had this you know uh, come into a game goalkeepers feigning injury George Chigua, uh, I think he's <laughs> the one who really to be honest uh, he took, it to uh, uh, took it to another <laughs> level <laughs> yes. and it's now become a common thing where uh, when teams are under pressure, goalkeepers will feign injury, yeah. uh, you know, to just try and disrupt the rhythm uh, of the attacking team. And I, I totally agree with Jose Brito. I, I just don't think that it's the right thing that youngsters who are watching premiership football in yeah. Zimbabwe should be learning.
0: Yeah, and, and unfortunately the youngsters are learning. it. there is an argument though, just to play devil's advocate, guys, uh, that says that a coach will tell the keeper to go down when he realises that the tactics the match plan is unraveling and needs to talk to his charges and calls his, his, his 10 outfield players, tries to change the shape, tries to have a conversation with them, and that's the only opportunity that he can
3: manufacture where he can actually pass out tactics. Uh, Better still. A coach who does, who employs that kind of tactic as well. This, it's. it's uh, I, I, don't know what, to, what, what. Because there are moments. <laughs> no, I nah, don't. Know nah, you nah. there, there are moments that you can actually do that. We have seen it in the in the in the Premier Soccer League, where a captain is actually handed a piece of paper okay. While he is playing. He comes to the touchline He gets a manos. On-field leadership to to start directing. Oto auto direct the traffic right. as a captain right. in on the field so that play carries on. Yeah. Now, if you are telling your keeper to go down so that you can call you, uh, for me, you're, and you're, don't you
0: are you're also breaking you're also
2: breaking your own, your rhythm, own rhythm as well, uh, 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 along with uh, breaking the uh, rhythm. Uh, rhythm uh, of the I'd officers. love I'd love you know what uh, for our Premier Soccer League and our Premier Soccer League should be doing that. Uh, those of course that are the custodians of the game uh, and who are ultimately responsible uh, for showcasing the game and selling the game uh, to different corporate partners. If they could quantify the amount of time on average that the ball actually spends in on the field of play, play, play yeah. uh, in Zimbabwe. In I, Zimbabwe's I, I, Zimbabwe's I would gorgeous. hazard to say that it's well below 60 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in well Zimbabwe. Below, uh, yeah. Over 90 minutes. And that is where the argument that comes in that, you know what, for our fans they're not getting a spectacle. Yeah. Because mm. uh, two-thirds of the time the ball is out of play mm. or they an injury and we have seen the integrity of our match officials questioned as well because no matter how much time wasting there is more often than not you've got uh, (laughs) referees who are signaling two minutes who are signaling three minutes yet there was a full raft of six substitutions was made Uh there were three or four injuries there were two or three uh, moments where the goalkeeper was feigning injury and wasting time Um, you know restarts the other area is restarts have you noticed how long A A goal kick will take 45 seconds.
0: At nil all in the 12th minute. It's taking is already. It taking taking already? An yeah. Another one I think is uh, ball boys. Ball boys I think are being taught the wrong things uh, by, by yeah, home teams whereby uh, they're being told to hide away. They're only when, present when, at the start of the game.
1: <laughs>
3: Once we, we hit the lead. Minutes go, 20 minutes to go the team is gone. leading. They disappear. I, 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 Sometimes I, I, they
2: actually hang on to that ball. I, I was actually uh, sort of like pleasantly surprised uh, this past weekend in a Division 1 game uh, at Trojan mm-hmm. uh, where the Trojan goalkeeper went down uh, and wanted to delay mm. uh, and uh, lie on the on, on the ground and um, their executive actually went up and said listen you yes, yes. Tampa border man yeah. you know what yes. I was actually yes. pleasantly surprised so yeah. it shows you that you know what Come, this thing Is not really something that anyone who's sitting out there wants to see. People want to see positive intent. People want to see attacking football. People just want to see the game played the right way. The great great
0: thing, guys, is that we have an eye with the people. We have the ear of the people. And certainly, they have ours. So, let us know your thoughts. 0731 168045. That's 0731 168045. That's our WhatsApp number number right here in the studio, be able to read your messages. Jose Brito Alois, um, he's commenting on Zimbabwean football he's only been in charge for two official matches of Highlanders and already he's picked up various elements of Zimbabwean football that are doing us down. Do we too little focus on trying to benchmark against global best practice because we find that there is this statement Boraremu Zimbabwe which I have never been able to figure out. <laughs> I, I haven't figured that out. And there they they are proponents who say that the, the European or the, the the foreign type of play doesn't work. So, Jose Brito is coming here and saying global best practice is this. Uh, are we shunning him? Because he's saying that, and are we shunning global best practice? Therefore, we can
3: never improve. No, 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 no. We we, we, we are doing it totally wrong. I I that remember. Uh, uh, was it yesterday? The day before yesterday? When we were saying it's a blessing to actually have a. A, a coach like Brito to come into Zimbabwe, we, we can do with even one or two, three more, more yeah. of him yeah. so that we can actually change the whole complexion, the perception. We need people that can you actually approach. come and tell us that we need to change this approach that we have right now. He's telling us, this football is global. Yeah. We don't have, let's do what others are doing. You remember that we also need our boys to actually go out there and play in Europe. Yeah. You need We need a player that comes from Zimbabwe to just go and adapt straight away we are not
2: and if we we talk about our Zimbabwean way of playing football first of all define it what is the Zimbabwean way secondly how far has the Zimbabwean way taken us what success has it brought to our country because uh, that argument would only hold up Barry if you are sort of like a very uh, established nation italy yes like Naccio, yeah, for example yeah, yeah, yeah. brought them success them a world Cup. They all They will point at uh, several World Cups. They'll, they'll point at a trophy cabinet that has got four World Cups. Yeah. And they'll tell you that we are the second most successful it football works. country yeah. in the world. Yeah. So it works. Jogo Bonito. Uh, Jogo yeah. Bonito. Brazil, yeah. again, yeah. will point to, to the fact that, you know, this type of football works. Yeah. Spain will point to their style of football, tiki-taka. Yeah. Uh, and Barcelona and say, you know what? It brought Barcelona sustained success. It brought four us six. two European championships. Yeah. And it brought us a World Cup, what has the Zimbabwean way of football brought, brought us? us? What influence does it have yeah. in the region? Yeah, the way we do, as Mozambique looked across the border and said, You know what? I love the way that they play and, Zib- and, uh, and, football in Zimbabwe, and, and we play like that. and Which which team has won the last three
3: Castle Locker Premier Soccer Leagues? FC Platinum who and has a way of play a European yeah. way they have yeah. a European way of playing Whether yeah. they can actually do a, a bit better by speeding up I've always said FC Platinum plays good enough. football they are They're now up. doing it now mm. they are getting faster and we are actually seeing they are now scoring more goals yes. because of the speed now it's going to be very difficult to dislodge them because they are playing their own kind of football they that are. is actually global <laughs> do you imagine, do you know, fans. Yeah. I've seen fans as well I've seen fans as well and hey. then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, there were we, the bad comments about. Lady Chitembe bad comments about Benja, Benjamin Conjera They received bad, negative review from yeah. the fans. Yeah. They, they Justice Masjuri was another yeah. one. He got, he got caned.
2: They didn't understand you know, that no, he's I, trying
3: to maintain position. We want I, to make sure that we only go forward when it's on.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I had, a, had a very long conversation, you know, with uh, John Peary, you know, former Warriors, JP, uh, thing, uh, JP Mgoma JP. And uh, JP uh, said Anzi Konjera was always the first name. Uh, on, on, team, uh, yes. on Reinhard Fabish's yes. team I Anzi, 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 Yes, I heard of And it's because Fabish liked him because he's the guy who actually understood the team tactics, the tactics. Yes. Uh, and was able yes. to direct uh, yes. the flow the of flow traffic of, to yes. on yes. the ground. Anzi, he understood. Yes. So, Anzi, there was always a lot of communication between Fabish and, and Conjera. Conjera, right. Conjera yeah. was one of the on-field leaders who knew, right, yeah. Iwe Mira yeah. were in the yeah. Apple. Yeah. let's play like this. Yeah. There yeah. are players like that who understand how the game is supposed to Play a message here And Zimbabwe's game is tibura wa tibura. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> tibura, tibura.
0: All right, tomorrow's action in the Castle Laga Premier Soccer League. Like we said earlier, one wall draw between Yada and Arada City and National Sports Stadium earlier today. Tomorrow, it's Herentos who take on Gezi Platinum Stars at the National Sports Stadium. While at Barber Fields, it's City who will host Wawa. At Vengere Stadium, it's Cramble Bullets against Dynamos. Dynamos sorely in need of a victory in that game. And the FC Platinum who are leading the log welcome Bulawayo Chief to Mandava Stadium. They will enjoy home comforts comforts for the first time in a long time. On Sunday, it's Highlanders versus Monika Diamonds at Barber Fields while Aguibol Stadium is Triangle who will take on ZPC Kariba. That's Uh, the longest away, the way, surely. It is. Kariba to Triangle. Kariba to Triangle. Must be
2: the longest journey that any team has to make to fulfill a fixture. And vice versa, of course, when Triangle travels to Kariba. I hope they took off
0: today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Couch United will be taking on Black Rhinos. Tenax will host Chicken in at Vengere Stadium All of those matches kick off
3: at 3pm Hi, I'm Trevor Nyakani, the Blue Bulls and Springbok prop And now you're listening to ZFM Sports
2: All right, let's give you some more local sports news with a roundup, uh, starting with rugby. Zimbabwe's 15s rugby team, the Sables, will be searching for a respectable third place finish where they take on Algeria on Sunday in a Rugby Africa Cup third and fourth playoff in France. The Sables bowed out of contention for a place at next year's Rugby World Cup after succumbing to a 34 19 defeat against Namibia in the semi finals on Wednesday night. The defeat extinguished Zimbabwe's dream of qualifying for the first World Cup since And a couple of things stood out for me, Barry, in that game. Uh, The Namibians, uh, they were too big. Yeah, Too strong. Too strong. Uh, I think they, they
0: they had, yes, they certainly had the size and the speed uh, uh, advantage. Uh, also, I think their their tactical awareness was just a little bit better than ours, uh, especially in terms of manipulation of space. So I think there's work to be done. Uh, the work needs to start now for the next four-year cycle. We can't just sit on our laurels. Uh, we need to continue with the momentum that we gained going into this qualifying care campaign.
2: Well, let's give you cricket news. We're English side uh, South North Cricket Club. have. Having- Welcome, Zimbabwe national women's cricket team star Josephine Nkomo. after she recently became the first women's overseas professional to sign for the club. Nkomo, who was signed by the club early this year, finally linked up with her new teammates last week following a delay due to visa complications. In addition to being a player, the Kwekwe-born all-rounder will also be working as a coach at the club. We'll wrap it up with athletics news where US-based Tinotenda Matienga is set to represent Zimbabwe at the World Athletics Championships that get Underway next week after qualifying through his global ranking in the 200 meter dash, Matienga will join marathon runner Isaac Mpofu and triple jumper Chingetaya Mapaya at the global meet that will be hosted in the United States.
1: Bring them. Okay. turn it up. We're turning up the beats. I just need your music station. Let's go your home for hit music it's the... from the front of the grid to the back of the net it's cfm sport international sports news roundup where the world comes out to play
0: Alright, let's discuss some international rugby now. So much is at stake for both Australia and England as they go head-to-head in the second encounter of the three-match series at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane tomorrow. England coach Eddie Jones has, however, risked provoking fury among England supporters by describing tomorrow's do-or-die second test as practice for the World Cup and admitting, quote, everything is geared towards next year's tournament. Let's hear from England forwards coach Richard Cockerell, uh, who says the side are positive ahead
1: of the second test. We did lots of good things last weekend. Um, we know that we probably uh, let ourselves down a little bit by not capitalising on the lead that we had, and you know that's credit to Australia. So we're in a good place. We've, uh, we've worked hard at our game. Great stadium. Um, so we're looking forward to playing and everything to play for. Yeah, we just um, do our jobs, make sure our processes is right and make sure in in the key moments that we we deliver. So look, we're uh, we're very much up for the
2: game. We know it's going to be a physical battle. Um, obviously, uh, Australia took it to us uh, last weekend, and the parts they won the physical battle. So
1: we know that we've got to turn up when the moment comes, and there'll be lots of those moments. We we need to make sure we're we're on it, and we uh, we deliver physically as well as as well as skill-wise.
0: Z. The uh, forwards coach there, Richard Cockerell, uh, talking about uh, that they're geared up for uh, that second test. Micah, I look at this uh, England starting the run on 15, and I see... Owen Farrell I see Billy Vunipola I see Courtney Laws Maro Itoji uh, Jamie George And maybe I've missed out One maybe But those are the Experienced heads This certainly is a team In transition
2: Yeah absolutely Uh, It's a team in transition Barry But uh, we don't have too long To go until the World Cup Uh, And uh, a lot of the teams Can point to themselves Being in transition as well Uh, I think there are A few sides In World Rugby Right now that sort of like have the continuity. You have to take a look at France. I think they've got great continuity. They've stuck with more or less the same side. You take a look at uh, South, Africa, South Africa, great continuity. The old Blacks, we know they always have uh, that core of players that form the run on 15. And then uh, every year, they'll sort of like introduce two or three or four new stars uh, to, shift, world, to world rugby. Yeah, uh, to world rugby. The Irish maybe there's a bit of continuity, but the vast majority uh, of sides in world rugby right now there is a fair level of them trying to find their feet, introducing new players. So where the argument falls flat for England is that you're up against an Australia side who are in exactly the same, the same situation position. as you are. Yeah. It's an Australia side as well that is having to blood in new players, inexperienced players, new faces into their team, and that's the team you're up against. So yeah. that argument doesn't fly.
0: Eddie Jones, is he, uh, is, he is, is he confident in his in his in his position, knowing that? he's gonna be there at the World Cup because when you make comments like everything is getting to the World well, Cup that, that's you're
2: s- certain you're gonna be on the but, iron but throat. he's <laughs> always been he's always been a master of reverse psychology so yeah. that that statement has got really nothing to do with the World Cup that's him just trying to transfer the pressure onto the Wallabies His he statement. knows that he's under pressure yeah. he knows that uh, it'll be a very horrible conversation to have with those that make decisions at headquarters it'll be a very nasty summation of the tour in the English press so he's trying to basically turn the pressure onto the Wallabies and say no, listen, hang on we don't have to win mm. you're the ones that have, to, have win. to
0: win Yeah, and uh, the Wallabies are looking good value last question to you the Wallabies uh, they, they had a good start to this uh, 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 three match series can they carry on from whence they left because it was a little bit tight but
2: certainly they played some good, good rugby well they won that game Barry uh, playing for vast periods uh, a man yeah. uh, so they certainly do have the strength of character but the one thing that we know is that England will try and bounce back uh, because there'll be a level of desperation of not wanting to lose the series they lose this game it means that they lose the series the third game becomes a dead rubber so we know that England is going to throw everything they can uh, at the Wallabies and uh, the English are able also to up it up in the physical stakes and I think that's where Australia will need to respond to the likes of Sam Underhill the likes of Billy Vunipola Courtney Laws uh, the likes of Maro Itoja those are very experienced players Uh, you know Jamie George uh, those are guys that can front up uh, to the most physical uh, packs in the world right. and so the Wallabies themselves are going to have to bring it uh, to the fore uh, versus Australia and so it will be a nice test if you especially consider the likes of course of um, David Porecki who will be playing at Hooker, Angus Bell, uh, Taniella Tupou, those are not the most experienced guys yeah. in world rugby and even if you take a look of course at that uh, lock combination of uh, Kadim Neville as well as Matt Phillip as well mm. still finding the feet in international rugby so this is going to be got it to be the ultimate test for that uh, forward pack of the Aussies against an England side that wants to see blood in the water. (laughs) nothing else this will make for some very
0: interesting viewing. The rest of your notable weekend international tests Uh, Springbok coach uh, Jacques Nienbe is confident his debutants can stand up to the physical challenge Wales will bring in tomorrow's second test in Bloemfontein. The Bok coach made a whopping 19 changes to to his matchday squad after a narrow 32-29 win in the first test in Pretoria last weekend. Uh, Ireland coach Andy Farrell has said not overplaying the emotional card will be essential if they are to beat New Zealand in the second test and send the three-match series to a decider. Farrell wants to see how his team responds to having their backs against the wall after going down 42 to 19 in last week's first test in Auckland, uh, which followed the midweek team's heavy defeat uh, to the Maori All Blacks in the tour opener. Hi, I'm JC Creel,
2: Springbok and Blue Bulls backline player. You are listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We take off in Sri Lanka where Manas Labuschagne, or Labushain as they call him in Australia, and Steve Smith are both hit centuries to give the baggy greens opening day honours against a COVID hit Sri Lanka side in the second test in goal. The tourists reached 298 for the loss of five wickets at stumps after electing to bat first in the bid to clinch the two match series. Smith on 109, not out and wicket-keeper-batsman Alex Carey on 16 We're batting at close of play after debutant left arm spinner Prabath Jayasuriya took three wickets. Over to Austria, Max Verstappen hit the ground running on a bumpy uh, Austrian Grand Prix weekend by uh, storming clear uh, in first practice ahead of Charles Leclerc as Ferrari and Mercedes struggled to keep up. Verstappen in the only hour of practice before the sprint race tomorrow was quicker than his rivals from his first lap in Anger to his last at Red Bull's home track in Spielberg. We can tell you of course qualification has happened, it has gone on and Barry saw good news for Lewis Hamilton, he crashed out uh, meaning that he's going to start uh, the sprint race as low as Tenth place, tenth place, and that that won't uh, sit well with him, especially
0: given the the performance of the Red Bull. And in truth, let those Red Bulls get away, and you're done. I think it's just a procession, and it's more about the mistakes that they may make. So
2: I think this sprint race is all set up for Max Verstappen. Well, of course, after qualification three, Max Verstappen winning that he's in first place, pole position. He will be followed by Charles Leclerc in second, and then Carlos Sainz of Ferrari also in third. Sergio Perez of Red Bull is in fourth, and George. Russell of Mercedes in fifth. Lewis Hamilton, like we said, crashing out in the qualific- uh, third qualifi- uh, qualification. He is, of course, sitting in 10th place. Let's wrap it up with news from England when Nick Curious uh, has told Rafael Nadal that he hopes the Spaniards recovery goes well after the 22-time Grand Slam title winner was forced to withdraw from the Wimbledon semi-final. Nadal pulled out of the match after failing to recover from an abdominal tear. Curious uh, will face either six-time uh, Novak Djokovic or Cameron Norrie in Sunday's championship match. Just give you an update uh, coming from SW19 in that semi-final between Novak Djokovic and, of course, uh, Cameron Norrie. We can tell you that Novak Djokovic, after dropping the first set, is now leading two sets to one and three games to two in the fourth set. And, of course, all this to decide who faces the Mario Alotelli off tennis, curious in Sunday's final.
1: Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timelines. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture, picture of me. Picture, picture See it, share it. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way.
2: Operator. You know the number is zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. Have your say your way on the show. That's for the fans. Baba Abi Kubindura, Turukumbe Bindura, and the high sports teams Mapeza, Brito, and Benjani. They have vision in developing our football. Uh, watch out for these three teams in the near future. There will be uh, a handful uh, for many. Kudimbare, uh, Chiti Guma Juniors. Poor performance in the senior team. Results not coming. And the So he reckons that those three, uh, Barry, they seem to have a plan.
0: I'm going to say yes in terms of uh, blooding in the the, the youngsters. Uh, certainly for the plat- the platinum sides. I'm yet to see what uh, Benjani is trying to do at uh, Ngezi Platinum Stars. I'm not saying he's not trying to do anything, but I'm yet to see it. Uh, it's it, his fingerprint. Uh, so until we see that, then of course we can make a definitive uh, uh, determination. But certainly in terms of blooding in the youngsters, hundred percent.
2: All right, Hans I say in Kuwadzana, one Harare, and at the weekend uh, tomorrow's Cranbourne Bullets versus Dynamos FC at uh, finger Stadium we'll see the battle of our areas Kuwadzana. Five former residents in Nesbitt, Iyabo, Saruchera, Ndiraya, uh, Muchekela all at play. That message coming from love Mo Kashawa. Uh, thank you very much and Baba. And Alois' Thursday sports show is the Boom! Ah, <laughs> oh, hey someone who's enjoying the show. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Nigel in Bocha Marange. Angotubina mafia emoji. I'm sure he's getting us live and, of course, very clear out there. Good evening, guys. I listened to the interview Alois Mungira had with Ronald Gideza Samanda yesterday. Uh, that was an absolutely wonderful interview. A football legend, come football pundit interview, also a legend, come football pundit. That's the sort of interviews that set ZFM apart from the rest. That is coming from Peter Piri out in Ulawa. And of course, you can always catch Alois Bunjira on our Thursday show, of course, uh, uh, he'll be giving you lots of the interviews uh, with some of the leading personalities in Zimbabwe football, past and present. It's a show that is not to be missed. Moving on with our messages here, yeah, Alza, time-wasting uh, is is totally killing our soccer. Offenders should be punished heavily. That is from Mate out in Esgodini. Uh, and I think the coach needs to grow up in interviews. Some of these comments always come back to haunt you. Time wasting wins matches if used well. Look at countries like Egypt, uh, Morocco, masters of time wasting. Uh, after all is said and done, what has he won uh, that qualifies him to say that? Uh, well, he's worked at the highest level, my friend. and uh, You can't be asking Jose <laughs> exactly. Brito uh, what has he won. He'll tell you he's got. A, he's, he's actually got a, a cabinet full of trophies from his time yeah. at Chelsea. Yeah, he does. So yeah. I, I think he's that's a middle. bit of a that's a bit of a poor question to ask Jose <laughs> Brito, a man who worked with uh, with. Jose Jose Mourinho. But you know what he t- he uses examples like oh wow wow countries like Egypt. You know, I, I don't like people who gravitate alloys towards the lowest standard. Yeah. It's you know, <laughs> Hans van Warukuba, Charlie <laughs> hey. Greig, But how
3: many, how many, how many years, for how many decades have we been talking negatively and castigating the Arabs yeah. for what yeah. what they're doing? Yes. We we cannot copy that because that's actually the bad behavior we are talking about that we don't want. Yeah. But even even though the Arabs first play football, yeah. they uh, they really do. They they they, they play good they football. Then win. yes.
2: yes. But still we we. <laughs> Has to get that. They, they need to do better. A, a further argument, Barry, which actually speaks into the not-so-successful tactics employed by the North Africans is simply this when you take a look at the World Cup yes. the most exactly successful enough. African nations Cameroon, have been those Senegal, African large. nations that have played with positive intent exactly. positive football yes. Cameroon yes. at Italia, Italia 90, 90 yes. Senegal mm. uh, at uh, the Asian World Cup yep. in 2002 mm. Ghana, mm. In Ghana in South Africa they were not time wasting they were not time wasting those football. are the quarter five. What, what is the record of those um, uh, North African countries yeah. at the World Cup Cool. They're done. Cool. Yeah. And and so it shows you
0: that that is not the way. To do things. And in truth, guys, let's let's not be so tied to something that hasn't worked. It hasn't worked for us in Zimbabwe to play this so called Bora Zimbabwe. Let's, 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 borrow, ah. let's borrow from, and I wish our coaches were brave enough. Just go and watch videos of Klopp,
2: of Pep, and try like to, to do, do what they it. Do. It can uh, be done. Uh, Ali Chuckson who says, guys, 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 we know Nigeria plays swift passing football. The Netherlands play total football. Make them run. Brazil plays samba football. Spain play Tiki Taka. Italy, Catenaccio. Germany counterattacks. see Zimbabwe play Du Boramberi Marindiano Ziva. Guys, let's learn from Mapesa and create our way you of know, football <laughs> from him. You, you see Mike. You see, you see Mike.
3: You see, like we were we were talking as it was off air when you're we talking about Fabish. Okay, we, can, can I read that message?
2: Can I read the message about Fabi so okay. that you can, yes, you guys yes, think and yes, then yes, comment one yes. time? Tidza uh, of Mufombi says, Fabi achieved nothing despite the fact that he had the largest pool of talented players. We need to maximise on our strength, not chopping and changing style of play each game yeah you see that's
3: where i was coming
2: at and people i don't know
3: that people who to, Zagutanzi to, 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 to just to qualify for AFCON is success of a national team no, coach no, really i don't think so i actually believe that the influence that a national team coach can have on the nation and the number of products that he produces the players the record that he sets I for me it's, it's it's it weighs much more i wanted to come to that issue country, our football Do you remember when it was Fabish time? We actually had a style of football in this country. And do you know what it is? We had
2: a style of football. uh, Fabish influenced the next decade. Of of Zimbabwe, of Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe Football. 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 If you yes, take exactly. a look at our yes. club sides, ETC, yes. and that is the, 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 the success that club sides enjoyed yeah. was primarily built of exactly. talented players that learnt one or two things. Aloy sent them there uh, yes. 1996 with Caps United, 100%. the Dynamo sides in 1996. All those yes. players, you know, they, they had uh, an interface with farbish uh, and so forth. So he set a template that we a teams style. were
0: able to copy. But let's let's squash this uh, um, nonsense argument. Nancy, he never study. achieved it. Fabish didn't achieve anything. Fabish, Brandon Fabish, and the Dream Team were 90 minutes from qualifying for the World Cup. The World Cup accommodated how many uh, African nations? Three. Three, three African nations. We were 90 minutes from qualifying for the World Cup. To qualify for the World Cup, you were playing Gangira, actually, Zim Africa. In fact, dream um, team had to face Egypt, Egypt. and Cameroon, Cameroon. who, who had,
2: were previous qualifiers at uh, for Italian 19. 19- who had played last two at yeah. at the last two World Cups, and Zimbabwe caned those two teams. Uh, and and a Cameroon side that is arguably the perhaps the greatest African uh, side. If you consider of, the likes okay. of, of of you know, Francois Omenby, yes. uh, Jean-Claude Pagal. Cyril Makanagi was Makanaki. so good, Cyril Conjera Makan- was named after Makan- him. Conjera was
0: named after a guy. Joseph Antoine Bell. Joseph Antoine Bell was not only one of the best keeper in Africa, mm. he was one of the best keepers in, in the European world. European football. <laughs> and huh? he
3: played against them. We beat them. And they yes. 1-0. They only beat us in the return don't tell us now about this World Cup that will
0: five
2: and also, let's, let's talk about Afcon.
3: Yeah,
2: Afcon right now. To be honest, if you fail to qualify for Afcon, oh, I'm serious, Zamrugiza, because half of the continent now, You're realistically, right. qualifies for Afcon. Because 24 nations. Do you know during Fabius' time, it was 12 nations. 12 countries. 12 countries went to Afcon.
3: Out of 52. It was not Nations. And then at that particular time, we were number seven in Africa, number seven, and number 47 in the world. Yeah, so don't tell
0: me that. I'm I'm glad
2: someone sees it our way here. It says, ask these people how many countries could play AFCON at that time.
1: Your your hit music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Big Leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa report on ZFM Sport.
2: They say charity begins at home and of course our kickoff for the beautiful game is on the continent, but uh, we were just reminiscing here, you know, and we were saying, you know, for the last sort of like decade, you know, there's been the cry now, 1 o'clock was late. 1 o'clock was late. 12 o'clock, 12.30, 60,000 people in the national in the sports, national sports singing jam-packed singing and also when the coach came mm. in, never mind the
0: players, yeah. when the, the coach, coach came coach, in, yeah. the, the, the ground would go wild. Yes.
3: Bachfarra coach.
2: Bachfarrako was, the was the last coach. Then Peter
3: was the last <laughs>
2: Uh, Pita- uh, number 12
3: when was the last time you saw a Mexican wave uh,
2: uh, chayu chayu. Five rounds, right, <laughs> <laughs> right uh, let's, let's talk women's football defending champions <laughs> Nigeria collected their first points of the women's Africa Cup of Nations with a 2-0 victory over Botswana in Rabat last night having lost their opening game to South Africa Ifeoma Onumua tucked away the ball in the first half and substitute Christy Ucheibe uh, added a second goal with a Powerful header from a corner just minutes after coming on at the start of the second half. Let's hear from Nigeria forward, Francisca Odega, who said her team needed the win after they lost to South Africa.
1: Coming from a defeat from a good team from South Africa
3: and um, winning today, it gives us more morale. So I think we executed our game plan and we came out victorious. So we are so happy. It's the beginning of the
2: good things. Z. And it really took, of course, uh, substitute uh, Christy Ucheibe uh, just to make sure that Nigeria got out of the rough stuff and ensured themselves uh, three points in that game, Barry. They're, of course, on three points from two games and uh, they expect to secure their quarter-final place uh, against rookies Burundi. They should be able to win that game and get into the knockout phase where, to be honest, that is the business end of the tournament.
0: Yeah, um, but this Nigeria side, I don't know whether they're going to gel. I don't know whether they're going get- to better, uh, but there seems to be a little of fluency that is lacking uh, out of this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that they get it because I'd like to see them in the final. Everyone's predicting that it's going to be uh, Banyana uh, versus the Super Falcons, uh, but this one ish, uh, against uh, in that game uh, against Botswana, I felt that they looked like they were stuttering just a little.
2: They bit. were stuttering, uh, Alois, but uh, there's still plenty of time to go in this tournament, so uh, the one thing that's working for Nigeria is the fact that they possibly don't have to face Banyana Banyana until possibly the final, uh, so they can work to get better as the tournament progresses? Yeah, I think I think when you look
3: at the teams that are in the tournament, they are still uh, stronger, uh, much stronger than, the, than than most of the, the the teams, and they can still qualify for the final. But if they don't improve, like Barry said, there's, there's something that is lacking in their play. There's no cohesion. You so... can actually see what is the arrogance in the players. This player wants to play their own style. There's no fluidity. There's no fluence in their, in, in their play. If they get to the final, before they improve, I don't think they can beat Papana, Banyana Banyana because Banyana Banyana are looking good. They're looking, they're good. looking fluid. Yeah, they're solid. passing yeah. the ball around. They're looking solid. If Nigeria doesn't improve, get to the final, all right, but they won't yeah,
2: So we 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 are we assuming Banyana Banyana goes all the way here. I think so. We're from, from they won the, on three the one. Showing, they yeah. beat Burundi uh, last night. Of course, yeah, uh, that yeah, uh, they have got a hundred percent record. Mm. Uh, do you from what you have seen? I think uh, b- b- both uh, uh, nearly all the countries have played a couple of games sure, each so, now. Sure, uh, so from what you have seen, Barry, yeah. you reckon Banyana Banyana looking the best side in the tour? On the early early showing, I think uh, the early running. Looking, yeah, They'll yeah, say yeah, it at race course
0: I think Banyana are looking are looking absolutely solid. I think they're they're looking defensively solid yeah fine they got they, they did conceded a goal yesterday uh, but i think uh, both defensively and offensively their organisation seems to be quite uh, uh, very good uh, and that's what wins your game so for me i think Banyana looking good for the many
2: right uh, looks like uh, a message has come in from some uh, crafty looking fella it looks like dan uh, <laughs> from the station uh, yeah that, 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 that's him that's him a bit of a cheesy that that cheesy profile pic can only be done let me zoom in yeah that's him that's him uh, must be an Arsenal message it says hello boys and girls Arsenal are playing uh, FC Nuremberg uh, in a, a pre-season friendly in Germany it's currently 3-2 to Arsenal uh, Jesus so Jesus and Mohamed have both scored looks like we'll be putting mm. the fear of God into teams this season nice one Dan." <laughs> yeah, oh my money. god, look at him. He must be smiling at himself yeah, wherever yeah, he is. He's very pleased with oh, himself. He's pleased with <laughs> himself. You know. Oh, yes. you know, you but must have been awesome. typing Come it on, in and thinking, Yeah oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> 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 right, let's take a look, of course, at our weekend fixtures, uh, the final round of the group phase uh, out of the women's AFCON. Uh, Group A will see Morocco take on Senegal, uh, Burkina Faso versus Uganda. Group B is Cameroon versus Tunisia, Zambia versus Togo and Group C will see Nigeria taking on Burundi and South Africa versus Botswana. Hi, my name is Ruluni Shamba. My tour Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. (laughs) Norway striker Ada Higgeberg says her side enjoyed their win in the Women's Euro Opener as Northern Ireland were outclassed on their major tournament debut by the two-time champions who romped to a comprehensive 4-1 victory in Southampton. Three goals in the first half put the two-time European champions on course for your routine success to dampen a historic occasion for their opponents. Uh, Let's hear from Ada Higgeberg.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, been impatient to uh, get back there again. Uh, the whole team, but also on a personal level, and so it's always a lot of um, uh, excitement before the first game. Uh, so it was nice. It was really nice to play in a tournament uh, at this level again.
2: See? I think uh, everyone sort of like reading you, Barry, that uh, Norway would do the business. Uh, it's, it's really building up to that clash versus England that will decide who finishes top of the group and so sort of possibly has an easier way or an easier route roots, in the knockout stage.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that uh, that that that's all that it's uh, come down to. Certainly, look, uh, the, the the game has come up in leaps and leads some leaps and bounds, but it's still a case of in women's European football, the haves and the have-nots. And I think the Norway, England are definitely the ones who have. All
2: right, let's take a look at the weekend's matches on right now. Group B action, Spain versus Finland. They'll be giving you a score update just now. And then at 9pm, it's going to be Germany versus Denmark. Group C action, Portugal versus Switzerland. The Netherlands versus Sweden. Group D action, Belgium versus Iceland. And there's a nice one, Mm. France versus England. Italy, and that score update uh, of the Spain versus a Finland game. Spain are leading Finland 2-1 at halftime. All the rivalry.
1: Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy, and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Now can he find a way through? You bet he can. Is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport.
2: Before we give you, of course, some transfer speculation, Owen and Hatfield has got it in touch and he says, that's Mari Inoshanda, boys. Uh, the money offer to Banyana Banyana, is a big motivator and the results are showing. He's got a point. Of course, money is a motivator, but context is everything. Banyana Banyana have always done well uh, yes. at the Women's Africa Cup of Nations, so it's it, it, the, the yeah, game. Yeah, and and just, secondly. Yeah they have now progressed their game in South Africa, first of all, and also by exporting players who are now featuring as some of the best Spanish clubs and Italian clubs. You've yeah. got to play at AC Milan. You've yeah. got to play at Real Batiste mm. and so forth. Yeah. That can only stand their game in good stead. I think
3: Marilu Shanda in terms of their development, mm. not Marilu Shanda in terms of motivation. No. Uh, they've always done well. They, I believe that they are using the money wisely. wisely. They now have mm. their own mm. top, uh, top professional. Uh, league in South Africa and the development uh, of of women, Patrice Motepe coming in very aggressively about women football as well, that's where the money is going.
2: Okay, let's give you two quick transfer speculation stories here. According to reports in Spain, Chelsea set to rival Manchester United for Barcelona midfielder Frankie de Jong. This Barry coming after Juan Laporta uh, at the unveiling of uh, Christensen yesterday said... Mm. De Jong is going nowhere. Is so going nowhere yeah. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> I think uh, Barcelona now, realizing that there's quite a bit of interest around the player, yeah. it's going to take a, a big bid. Yeah, yeah. To and, they, get they, it.
0: and and also Barcelona obviously would want the money to come in. Uh, and Frankie, Frankie has already said that he wants to stay. Uh, so I think there's there's a conflict of interest in inverted commas in that in that deal. It'll be interesting to see whether he stays put or moves. This uh,
2: does does Chelsea perhaps have a, an advantage, Alois, over Manchester United in that they offer Champions League football?
3: Most definitely because Manchester United are playing in Europa. A player like Franky Young, he has tested Champions League football. You know, he would want to play in the Champions League. So, there might be. Unless there's some sentimental uh, emotions... Running, uh, running in him that he wants to play for Manchester United maybe if it was his dream to play for Manchester United one day but without that I think Champions League football will take
2: advantage of it yeah does it immediately put pressure on on Ten Hag Barry Champions League qualification for United this coming season is critical critical. for the rebuilding process.
0: You can see how tough it's been in the market for them. They haven't been able to sign the players that they want. Why? Because they don't have Champions League football so it's major pressure. And also we understand that Chelsea might take Ronaldo. If they take Ronaldo and Frankie de Jong I think United will be very upset.
2: Well uh, the last story here guys uh, before we wrap it up for the weekend Barcelona defender Clement uh, Clement Longley has uh, had his medical in London this afternoon ahead of a loan move to Tottenham. Hotspur.
0: Yeah, that's all we have time for. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. We'll catch you on Monday. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Monday out.
1: And it's messy. It is the cleanest, the clean finishes, and the best on the planet. The biggest sport stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such staggish behavior and all the analysis right here he's the one player that the arrogance
2: think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on
1: every weekday it's my sport it's your sport it's cfm sport On ZFM Stereo, my
2: station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mandel, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z-Team on ZFM Sport.
1: Z.